Welcome to Ahead of the Game, a podcast brought to you by KMT Partners. I'm Andrew Montesi. We're unpacking more on family business succession with Michael Fox, Managing Director of KMT Partners. In this episode, we go further into the issue of family business values. How do you set them out? But more to the point, how do you live those values? We also talk about the importance of having and sticking to a code of conduct. If you listen to this episode and want to know more, obviously continue to listen to the series, but you can go even deeper by reading Michael's family business succession paper titled Riches to Rags in Three Generations. There's a direct link in the show notes for this episode, and you can also find the paper at the KMT website, kmtpartners.com.au. KMT is a leading accounting and wealth management advisory firm in South Australia, assisting you to emerge, renew, grow and build resilience in business, themes which are central to this podcast series. For more information, visit kmtpartners.com.au. Enjoy this episode with Michael Fox. Michael, welcome to the podcast. Thanks, Andrew. It's great to be back. Now, I've been talking about family business and values has been a core theme that's been coming up throughout all of these episodes. So we thought we'd just unpack it in a bit more detail. But when we talk about uh, family values and family business, can we just, like, how important is it to the actual makeup and culture and and overall um, direction of the business? It's, in essence, almost the blue. If you look at contemporary corporate governance from the big end of town or the small end of town, those businesses that are succeeding have worked out what life means to them and what they're about. In distilling these essences, they're actually saying, what are our priorities? What's important to us? You look at words like integrity, enjoyment, and what keeps and makes your life essentially worth living at its roughest and gutsiest explanation. And so in those values, in the assembly of those values, you're trying to ensure that there's commonality in all of those areas across everybody, both within the way you run your business, the way you lead your personal life, the way you react with your family and the way your society sees you. So how do you define in a bit more detail family Values, because what you're—I mean, family business values. Because what you're talking about isn't purely just business; it's personal and it's actual true family. If you reflect globally and you have a look at, say, people like the Stadler family in Johnson and Johnson, their global billion-dollar turnover brands, have a look at the corner of some of their advertising. They're a family-controlled enterprise or a family-owned enterprise. Those families take immense pride in having created a business which has, in some cases, endured for hundreds of years, heading between 10 and 20 generations, and have contributed to society, their local community and all the rest. So there's an immense pride, there's almost an immense uh, inertia behind those family that we shall stay stoic and true to our core. And that has come from the people behind the business and the way they have decided to go about conducting their business. Hmm. 
Values can be nice words written on a wall, written in a booklet um, that gets stuffed in a drawer and never seen again. How do how does a family business take something that is a great list of words that they all feel good about, but to actually living it every day? Basically, you've got to go and put things like codes of conduct in place. You've got to put policies in place. You've got to state those expectations explicitly. You've got to measure achievements against those expectations. And candidly, you've sometimes got to make the tough decisions of if the standards aren't being achieved, whether it be within the family in the way that it's creating a public profile, perhaps the family getting along with each other at the Christmas table, or the conduct of a family member within the business or the employees within the business not living up to what you call your true values. You've just got to call them out. And you know, for an external employee, that may mean... Dismissal because in some businesses these days your employment contract includes adherence to the code of conduct. If you're going to do that with an employee, why aren't you going to do that with an employee who's a family member? It's so pretty tough. It's very tough. I would imagine um, a code of conduct amongst family members could be a bit awkward. Yes and no. Um, if you're talking about a multi-generational business, uh, then it's essential. You know, one of the most revealing conversations I had the ability to listen to locally was an old family where eventually uh, I probably callously referred to as that they decided to trim the forest and replant the trees in several directions. Each element of this family business after probably three or four generations has now gone back almost to generation one and restarted their family tree in a certain direction. An element went for passive investment, another element returned to the core of the original family business with a fair bit of technology behind it and started afresh. All of those family members have an immense respect for each other, albeit the processes they went to get to retain that common value, even with different aspirations, was sometimes with its difficulties. Hmm. So what does a good code of conduct look like? It's specific. It reflects what you and your family are about. It recognises that you will not always agree. It provides a means for you to be heard. It provides a means for you to be guided and nurtured. Now, it can't stop family fractures, but the mechanisms around the code of conduct and supporting it hopefully will minimise the risks of those. Hmm. I mean, having a code of conduct is one thing. Actually executing it is another. How would you recommend that families go about that? Executing the code of conduct comes down to probably a layer of several things. First of all, if that code of conduct's real in your life, then it should be real in your family's life. It should be real in the way you, in your participation in the family business, behave around the business. It should also be supported by mentoring and guidance. It should be supported by recognition of failure and dealing with failure, it should also have an element where 
you attempt to ensure it's part of your policies, procedures, your outcomes, it's part of your public profile. And more importantly, I think that you actually have a common belief in it. If you don't believe, you're not part of the campsite. Mm. Interesting. Thanks again, Michael. Want to know more about family business succession? Check out the episode notes or the KMT blog to download Michael's in-depth paper covering many of the tips and traps in family business succession. And don't forget to subscribe to Ahead of the Game, a podcast brought to you by KMT Partners. KMT is a leading accounting and wealth management advisory firm in South Australia, assisting you to emerge, renew, grow and build resilience in business themes which are central to this podcast series. For more information or to get advice, visit kmtpartners.com.au.